Vinny, Vinny, Amari. We came, we saw, we loved. Welcome to the Partnership Vision Podcast. Where we discuss how to have a relationship full of unity, trust, fun, and fulfillment. We'll be sharing the rewards of preparing yourself for your best partner and being your best for them. And now putting your fairy tale castle on the side note for a minute. Uh, going back to points on bitterness is the the saying you, that we've all heard, you know, misery loves company. And it's truth. It's uh, and it's true. You can also become that person that feels that since you can't be happy or don't feel like you can actually receive happiness, no one you come into contact with can be happy either. And that could be either a conscious effort or a subconscious effort. You become jealous even of people being happy and envious to where you you even purposely cause strife so that you can feel better. You're trying to make yourself, again, feel more in a place of power and not inferior anymore. You want to feel superior and powerful. And another problem with that is the feeling better part only lasts for that moment. It helps you cope with other people being happy in a very negative, very selfish, toxic way. And sometimes it could, the motive can be that you are avoiding the possibility that, well, if they're happy, well, then happiness is possible. And maybe there's something wrong with me. Maybe there's something wrong with how I'm dealing with life. And rather than that, just, oh, they're stupid, you know, or they're, they don't really have anything to be happy about. Nothing's really that great. You know, what do they have to smile about? You know, instead of taking it as, huh, you know, maybe I should be happy. It, it Instead of, you, you don't want that question. You don't want that to come up in you. So instead, you turn it into a fight. You have to try to take that happiness away from them so that you don't feel like there's something you should be doing differently. Exactly. Or when after those moments of feeling better supposedly guilt and shame will set in sooner or later and it causes your emotions and mental health to fester more and more it just compounds your problem and makes things more painful because now you have regret on top of it all and then even pride can set in pride actually goes hand in hand with it too Pride can set in on top of any regret or past actions and you begin to self-justify your actions and gaslight other people, turning the blame falsely on them, which then goes hand in hand with denial. Like I've said, I think I said earlier, it's a very vicious cycle and it has to be broken for things to get better. Yeah, all, all this stuff really feeds into each other and creates a really horrendous negative feedback loop. And you don't want to come in at any point on this roller coaster ride, and you really don't want to keep on going once you're in it. And it's very important to recognize when this is happening to you, when these different things are going on, that this is something, these are all symptoms and signs of needing inner healing, needing to, to be able to receive freedom from these problems and being able to have healthy emotional processing of what caused you to step into this in the first place. 
And it really, in all honesty, it all comes down to giving it all to God. Ask him to take your bitterness and all that has come with it from you to restore you and to heal you from all the pain and anguish you've been in. Because bitterness becomes a habit. It really does. It becomes a lifestyle if you don't stop that cycle. So just like any other habit, you have to turn away from it enough to where it is broken and it does fade away and it's gone for good. You may have to ask God for help a few times before you can completely let go. Because while God, he is totally able to extinguish all of it in the blink of an eye, we have to have our hearts in the right place for openness and commitment to having this new life free of that hurt. To be able to give God that opening to work within you. Because he isn't going to completely just overstep your free will. He's not going to trample on your decisions because he doesn't want to control you. Unlike a lot of people you've probably experienced, God is not one of those controlling people or things in your life. So if you choose to continue into your bitter habit, he's going to let you. He's going to be upset and sad for you and try to help you where he can. But because of wrongful boundaries with God and not being opening to letting him help you and seeking him out for that help, he will let you do your own thing, even if it's to your detriment, because he still loves you. The inevitable trajectory of unforgiveness is bitterness. If you cannot release and let things go, whether it's against yourself, against God, or against anyone else, or even just the world, just life, you will become bitter at one point or another. There is nothing wrong with struggling with forgiveness. There's nothing wrong with having a hard time or not knowing how to do it. Not, you know, it's it's a skill. Being able to forgive is a skill. It's not something you're just born with the ability to forgive. You get hit with something that's hard on your on you emotionally, on you mentally and spiritually and even physically. And then you have to try to figure this thing out that is forgiveness, that is being able to process that wound, process what happened to you and release it and let it go and not hold resentment in yourself, either against yourself or against God or against others, against life. And it's so it's not something you should feel bad about if you find yourself like, I don't know what to do. I just have these angry feelings inside. I just have this sadness inside. And I would love to just get rid of it, but I just feel it so intensely and I don't know how to forgive. I don't know how to let it go. There's nothing wrong with that, but what is wrong is when you refuse to let things go. When you refuse to try to find a way to forgive, you refuse to get past the things that happened to you. And instead you decide to sculpt your entire view of the world around the the wounds and the bad things that happened in your life. You will inevitably go into bitterness if you refuse to try to grow into forgiveness. It is the inevitability. And it has an inner world and has an outer world manifestation. And our stories will definitely be demonstrating both. And it's important really to note that some things that we are automatically given either don't get recognized for what they are and therefore they don't get appreciated either. If they don't get either of those, we don't truly grow and aren't able even 
to help others with what we have gone through. And that is an important thing of the struggles and the things that do actually do harm to us and that we have to work through and get healing over the people that God might put in your path. Your experiences can help them if you've overcome them. And that could be a motivation for you if nothing else is, is that if you cannot stand the way you feel and you do have a little shred of hope for the people that are out there that are like you because you aren't the only one in your situation or your kind of situation, to be able to help those people can be a high motivation for you to overcome whatever bitterness and bad feelings you have. And so to tie into that, another point is God isn't being unfair if he doesn't just fix something right away. He's actually doing us and other people a favor by it being more of a process and a journey instead of just a snap your fingers and everything's done kind of situation. In a lot of ways, if we could just snap our fingers and not have to go through a healing process it would kind of be a waste because what would be the point of you know a life experience where you go through something terrible it happened to you it was dramatic it was horrible and then all of a sudden it's just a blank a blank slate like it never happened you know blank slate like it never happened and then you are just like yeah i i was really hurt at one time but (laughs) now i'm great (laughs) yeah that's that's uh, not very useful. That's not really doing a lot for you or for anyone else. Where's the depth? Where's the story? Where's the drama? Where's something to take from it, you know, in a positive sense of drama? Where's something that you can you can build on this foundation? You can build on the kind of person, the kind of character that you built, that you became through this thing. In a lot of ways, our healing process that we would like to shortcut and get over very quickly is actually something that it's good that it takes time. It's good that it takes repetition. It's good that we have to endure the challenge of it because of who we become through it. Is it fun? No. Is it painful? Yes. Is it very, very challenging? Oh yeah, you bet. But at the end of it, it is so worth who we become. It is so worth it. Like one of the things that we get from dealing with the world hitting us really hard and life not going the way we thought it would and being very disenfranchised, very beat down, very wounded, falling off our horse, having terrible things happen to us. One of the just beautiful gifts that come to us when we are able to heal from those things, when we are able to come up out of those things and grow into who we are meant to be is gratitude because first of all i can tell you that for years of my life i did not know what it was to have gratitude and it wasn't because i was just a bad kid or i just didn't care it's like i didn't know how to have gratitude i did it's not and it's not a built-in thing it's something you learn it's something that you grow into it's a it's an intentional thing And a thing, it's a skill, once again, that you have to grow into the skill of gratitude, just like you have to grow into the skill of forgiveness. When you grow into the skill of gratitude, you're able to truly value your life. And with the ability to truly value your life, you have more than just happiness, you have joy. You have this just sense of awe and wonder 
at the beauty of this life that you have and it's solid and it's able to take the shocks. It's able to take the things that come at you that are not so positive. It's able to make lemonade out of the lemons that are handed to you. It's creative, it's powerful. And it's like you are more alive than you ever were before. And so gratitude is so beautiful. It is such a wonderful thing to live in. It's such a wonderful thing to have as a practice, as a discipline in your life. It doesn't come from everything being easy all the time. It doesn't come from always having everything handed to you. It comes through some hard knocks. It comes through difficulty and challenge and having to face fears and having to go through the wounds and disappointments of life and emerging a better person through them. Emerging a person that is more real and more based on things that really matter. It is a subtractive process and if you handle it right, what it subtracts is the bad qualities. What it subtracts is the things that are just dross in the silver. So the things that are just metals that you don't want to have anyway. So you have a very pure and beautiful metal sparkling at the end of the process. And also just to clarify, I keep, you know, referring back to relationships. I don't count what I told you about in self-doubt and insecurity. My captor was not a relationship. That was literally a kidnapping and an enslavement in many sorts of the form. So that is negated out of what I told you about earlier. But speaking of that situation, even though I went through so many hellish things and it really was the darkest time of my life, I should, and the natural without God's help, I should have died multiple times, honestly. And all the pain, all the hurt, all the mental breaking that I had to be healed from, all the heartbreak and muscle memory from different things. And I could I could go on, but to give you more examples, broader examples and going into the deep, dark details right now. But even though I went through all that stuff and even though I still deal with occasional kind of triggers, I guess you can say, or flashbacks, they're really minor now. Um, it, they don't affect me like they used to and it's more of almost kind of like a reminder of hey <laughs> I'm just thankful to be here I'm thankful to be alive I'm thankful to now live a very happy and joyful life with my husband building this ministry and, and whatever adventures that God has for us and building really improved and good relationships with all family members possible Again, you know, relationships of any sort are a two-way street. So, hey, I want a good relationship with you, but it, the other person has to be willing to or wanting the same. And I'm thankful to be able to help others such as yourselves even because, I mean, outside of that situation, I've got plenty to share and be able to help and show the ways out of it and how to be free of even the coping mechanisms and different things but I'm also thankful to be able to help those who have been in a similar situation to what I was in when I was taken and had all, all of those grisly things done to me and to be able to show anyone who who has experienced that like even sex traffic victims and human trafficking people that have been through that and are either just have been freed or are trying to seek healing from what they've been through or any any span of the spectrum really but to be able to show them that you can 
have a life after all of those things that were done to you that you can be whole you can be happy and all that will be in the past yeah you you'll still remember it but it won't be painful and life wrecking like it is right now for that person and that no matter what was done to that person that their value does not go down the evil people that did so many undignifying things to them those actions did not take away their value even though even though they didn't value them and maybe other people in their life did not value them they still have the same exact value they did as from the point that they were born and they aren't seen as any less by god by what they've been through they they they're not dirty they're not unclean they're just broken and they need healing nothing is permanently broken or damaged you just have to be able to first know to go to god and and to ask for what you need and to pursue god for it until you have it because he wants to give it to you and it may be a step by step process but he will get you there as long as you let him and connect to him and not let go of him that you let go of the traumas and the tragedies and all those memories you give them to him continuously until they stop hitting you so predominantly and so hard to where he will heal every bit of you that's been broken whether physically mentally emotionally or spiritually or all the above and all that to say is i'm thankful to even though i've been through so many things that i can actually help people from here on out and can honestly be able to relate to where they will take me seriously and they will see for themselves right in front of them undeniably that they can have a good and wholesome life as if none of that has had ever happened to them no matter how much disbelief they may have gratitude allows you to go from victimhood and brokenness into empowerment and into being able to change and make the world better through even the the fact that you went through such terrible things you know a gate the gratitude is the gateway to creativity it is what really opens you up to bring change into the world and make the world a better place so many of the things that happen that we might just feel like I, I wish this never happened to me I wish I never did that I wish this thing didn't happen in life or that thing didn't happen in life gratitude means instead of us having to just stay in this haunted in shadowed state of the bad things that happened in our life that we can't change we can actually take them as what they were and as what happened but then grow through that and make a difference in the world because that happened to us because those things in, occurred in our life and it's just so worth having and it's so worth growing in it and the, the process of being able to let go of bitterness and let go of the bad things that have happened in your life the main enemy of bitterness really i would say is hope if you have a hope, if you believe that things can be good in your life, if things can be good in the world, if you believe 
that someone can be good for you, if you believe that you can get over the bad stuff that happened in your life, if you believe that healing is possible, then you know that you've got to pursue healing. You know then that you need to go after what you're meant to have and the best that you could have in your life. And so that's that's the secret and that's the key to getting out of the stronghold of bitterness and staying out of the stronghold of bitterness is having hope and knowing that you don't just have to forever be changed in your perspective by the bad things that happen in your life. That from now on, this is just how you're going to look at things. You're not going to be innocent ever again. You're never going to feel that the world can be good or safe or that anybody can really care outside of you know, what you've experienced. You're going to be able to see, despite my past and the experiences that I've had, that does not mean this is all that there is to the world. That doesn't mean that this is just how everyone is and therefore I have to develop a strategy around survival in this terrible world. So cultivate hope, cultivate gratitude, cultivate forgiveness. These things that are all involved in the process of healing and getting beyond things. And again, forgiveness is really not even for the other person. Forgiveness is for you. You need to be able to release and let go of the people that did those things in your life so they're no longer a shadow over you. And you need to be able to forgive yourself because if you are not forgiving yourself, then you are hating yourself, really. And you are holding yourself ransom and being your own captor. And that's a terrible thing. Thank you for joining us where the heart is heard. Partnership Vision Ministries. Stay driven by love. So you can wreck all the fear. You can check us out on Instagram at Partnership Vision Ministries. Or on Facebook on Partnership Vision Ministries page. And even Twitter at PVisionM. Y'all come back now, you hear?